Hey guys, Joe McCall here, real estate investing mastery in your car. Hope you're doing awesome. Man, I'm excited. It's a beautiful day driving around looking at a house. I'm actually driving on my way to look at a house, which I haven't done in a long, long time. I've always, I just wholesale deals. I don't look at them. <laughs> it's kind of crazy to think about it, right? It's funny. The other day I was talking to somebody at church telling them about what I do and they couldn't believe it. It's like, you don't look at the house? Uh, I said, no, I don't. I have other people that look at it for me, either my buyers, my partners, etc., etc. So, but this house is special because my mother is buying it. My mother from California is buying a rental property here in St. Louis. She got a really, really good deal. She's actually getting financing on it. And with the financing, the ROI is really, really good. She's got an amazing rate on it. So, but anyway, uh, so I'm on my way to go look at it. I'm probably going to grab a bite to eat somewhere on my way. And I'm not going to tell you where because I don't want you to judge me. <laughs> I know how you guys are. You're like... You're eating at where? Like, so it's if it's a healthy place, you're like, oh man, you're you're one of those guys like who eat granola and wear turtlenecks and watch Nova on PBS all the time. Or if I was telling you I was eating at McDonald's, you're saying you would say like, no wonder he's overweight. <laughs> so anyway, it's just my little secret. <laughs> anyway, anyway, not that any of you care. I know. So. What I wanted to talk about today, I wanted to talk about this. Done is the new perfect. You know, they say like 40 is the new 50 or what is it? 40 is the new 30 or something. Uh, depending on how old you feel, how many kids you have, right? I remember like uh, when it was crazy with couple, two, we've always had, like I counted it out one time, how many years straight I had been changing diapers. And it had been like almost 10 years, 10 years straight. Because the way our kids are all spaced out, we have four kids. They're aged 12, 11, 9, and 5. And there was a period of time when, literally, I figured it out. It was almost 10 years straight, every day, changing diapers. <laughs> Holy smokes. And I thought, wow, I wonder how many diapers that would actually be. So I counted it out. Actually, if you did an average of four diapers a day... And like one or two of those were poopy. And like I figured how many total diapers it was that we've bought over the last 10 years per kid uh, based on, you know, when the average kid was potty trained. And like, holy smokes, it was a lot. And then I figured, because we buy most of our diapers at Sam's Club, how much it cost. I wish I could remember the numbers. I should maybe do that all again. And then I figured out, okay, well, if I bought like 45,000 diapers over the last 10 years, like if you were to take all those diapers and the average size, like dimension of a full diaper, and then you were to put it like in a building and just stack them all up, how big would that stack be? Oh my gosh. What was funny though, uh, when I did that, uh, I figured it all out, like how much it would weigh and how much it cost and what's what would the volume be of all those diapers. And uh, 
when you stack them all on top of each other like that, and I was conservative, you know, allowing for air spaces and stuff, it wasn't that big. I was surprised. I thought it would be a lot more than that. It was, well, I don't remember how big it was. If you're really, really curious and you want to know, if I get enough people to ask for it, I'll, I'll run those calculations again. But God bless all the parents out there who change diapers every day. So my hat's off to you. I tip my hat to you. And the more kids, the better. What does the Bible say? It's like, um, children are a blessing from God. They're like arrows in the hands of a warrior. Blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. A quiver is something that holds the arrows, right? So I love that verse, and I love kids. I love my kids. I love my wife. I'm really blessed. And it's not always easy, you know. It's, it's tough. It's challenging. Every day presents a new challenge. I was just talking to a friend the other day about how raising kids up to the age of 12 is easy and I was like I was like what I about dropped my silverware well you're kidding me and he said no it's, it gets harder after 12 and I, I don't I don't believe that I don't receive that no I I, I really do believe that the uh, our best days are still ahead I don't want to look back with sadness on all of the younger years and the memories of, of kids when they were young and I want to look forward to having grandkids I want to look forward to having big reunions with all of my kids and their kids and their cousins and their friends over to our house. So anyway, what does that on earth have to do with anything I'm talking about? Well, we were talking about how, you know, 30 is the new 40 if you have kids, right? So that's what got me on the tangent. There were times when I was in my 30s thinking, how old am I again? Okay, so back to real estate. Done is the new perfect. Now, what do I mean by that? So many people, I get, you know, so tripped up on making sure everything is perfect. Like, you know, it could be a postcard. Maybe you're spending a ton of time designing a postcard or a letter or you're building a website. You're working on Podio and you're building up these systems. And, you know, that stuff is good. Obviously, it's important, right? You want to look professional and uh, you worry about business cards and logos. This is a trap that I fall into all the time, especially when it comes to creating new products new podcasts, um, doing whatever I do on a daily basis, right? You get stuck in this perfectionist mentality where if it's not perfect, then I'm not going to release it yet. Or if it's if it's not exactly like everything that I want it to look like, I'm just going to keep on editing it. And some of you can relate to this more than others. I tell you, though, the most successful people I see in this business done is the new perfect. They're not wasting any time trying to get every dot and tittle, I dotted, T crossed, uh, perfect before they release something. They are always uh, just, it's done, it's good enough. Uh, you know, one of my, I used to say this all the time and my wife hates it. Uh, it's good enough for government work. Let's just go. <laughs> I don't say that anymore because, you know, obviously we want perfection. I mean, we want, uh, not perfection, we're looking for um, good quality, like stuff, right? We want our, our work to be as good as possible. So that's different. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about um, if it's done, sometimes it's done. It's like done is the new perfect. And I'm going to give you an example in a minute here because I'm at the drive-thru of my mysterious restaurant. And I'm not going to tell you what it is. Uh, so I'll be back in just a second. Remind me to what, what to talk about. I think I'm going to give you an example. An example. All right. Okay, okay, it's McDonald's, all right? <laughs> but this is what I got. I got those uh, chicken snack wraps, grilled. I didn't get crispy. 
and um, I got a nice water. So you still, you still think I'm all right? <laughs> okay, but I got a cheeseburger also. I got a, one of the little cheeseburgers and uh, a chicken, two sn chicken snack wraps grilled because they're tiny, they're small. No French fries, no soda. I got water, just because I know you're dying to know. All right, so it's all good. You know, um, it's funny. You've heard of that show, Super Size Me, right? Where this guy, it's on, you can see it on Netflix. I don't recommend you watch it. It's stupid. This guy goes on a binge of eating a ton of um, McDonald's food, right? And he gains a bunch of weight and he nearly dies. And total left-leaning liberal agenda, in my opinion. Uh, so, anyway, the um, the there was another movie that was done after that of a guy who ate almost the same exact food this guy ate. Um, but I think he's mixed it up with salads or something like that. And he actually lost a bunch of weight. He did the same time frame, and he lost a ton of weight because he managed his calorie intake, and he uh, walked mainly is because he walked and he exercised a lot. And uh, so, just don't believe everything you see on TV. Uh, and he was funny because on that episode, he was standing in front of a McDonald's because kind of the basic premise of this supersize me was that. Um, evil white corporate uh, executives are forcing people to eat McDonald's and it's their fault that America is so fat and uh, so the guy in the show actually stood outside of McDonald's for a couple hours and he's like uh, nobody's forcing me to come inside and eat a McDonald's I don't understand but that's the way it is people just refuse to take responsibility for their own stuff right so like you can eat at McDonald's and get a water and some grilled chicken what's wrong with that and then splurge and have a cheeseburger because I want to. <laughs> All right, so here's the the other thing I wanted to just kind of emphasize with Dunn's The New Perfect. I'm not talking about like excellence. Is I'm not saying excellence is bad. We shouldn't strive for excellence. That's why my wife doesn't like me saying that stuff like, well, it's good enough for government work because it's not, you know, it should be better, right? And But what I'm talking about is like when you're, building a website for your business or something like that and you just spend hours and hours and hours just to get it perfect and then you change it and then oh it's too embarrassing I don't want to release it just get just release it get, let it go right the same with um, you're working on Podio and you're trying to get it all perfect so that it uh, does all of these automated whiz bang things for you and that's just not necessary right just get the get it done there's this concept called a minimum viable product I, I, I'm meaning to read the book but I really like the concept of creating a, um, when you're creating a service or a new business or a product, um, if you wait until it's perfect and you raise a bunch of private money and you create all your business plans before you even sell anything, you're going to fail. There's a really, really good book called Rework. Everybody should read that. Rework, R-E-W-O-R-K, Rework kind of debunks all of the traditional stuff you learn in business school about creating a business. So a lot of times, you know, we get stuck and we get in this trap of fixing everything and making it perfect, understanding we got we can't go forward until we understand all of our questions. We get all of our questions answered. And we never get to steps one and two because we're worried about steps seven and eight. Uh, two examples in point, one of my clients is... Um, asking a lot of good questions. I'm not going to say that they're, they're, you know, there's no bad questions, but a lot of questions like the what ifs. Well, because he had questions about the, 
the dates on the lease option contracts and was really concerned that I said in when I in my example I said 24 months but I was actually on my dates was 24 months and two weeks well okay I made a mistake or maybe I think what I did and when I was doing the example was I was just wanting to end I just I wanted the lease term to end at the end of the month so I should have said 24.5 months right well and then you know asking a lot of questions about the dates and, and maybe okay I, I admit maybe I should have been more clear Honestly, this was the first time anybody has asked me those questions, and I've, I've sold my course to hundreds, if not thousands of people. So, but anyway, my don't get tripped up in that. I, and I wanted to, I was telling him, I was encouraging him, I said, listen, uh, these are good questions. They're what-if questions, though. And you need to be focused on what's most important, which is what? Talking to sellers and making offers. Talking to sellers and making offers. Nothing else really matters. And, you know, talking to buyers, too, right? So... The way I do my deals, my lease option deals, you just have a one-page contract. So that's it. Get it done. Get it out. Don't worry about it being perfect or, you know, when you're analyzing a, a potential offer on a property, you shouldn't be spending more than a few minutes on that, right? Just if it's done, it's perfect. Get it out. Make the offer. Move on to the next one. If you're, if you're wanting to do well in this business, you need to be making 10 offers a day, 5 to 10 offers a day. Well, obviously, you can't do that if you're spending all this time trying to analyze every little minute detail and get it, quote-unquote, perfect. Because it'll never be perfect, number one. Does that make sense? So done is the new perfect. When it comes to... Oh, yeah, and another example. Uh, another potential client is really taking a long time in selecting a market. And he's just like me. He's an analytical engineer um, and loves spreadsheets. <laughs> Here's the truth about spreadsheets, and I'm speaking to the choir here, right? To me, spreadsheets will tell you whatever you want it to tell you, right? Even when I was graduated from college, um, I had about five job offers, and uh, I created a spreadsheet to evaluate all the different offers, and I did this this like matrix to figure out well if. Uh, this offer, I mean, I, I evaluated different criteria and I ranked them on based on importance. And one job paid more, but I didn't like the location. And another job paid less, but I loved what I, the, what I was going to be doing and I loved the location and they weren't going to be requiring me to move a lot, whatever. So I had these six different criteria, and I ranked them and I scored them all and I put them on a spreadsheet. And then the answer that came up as the best choice was like not my best choice. I didn't, I was like, oh, that doesn't work. So I re-changed the formulas and changed the spreadsheet to then tell me which job would be the best one to take. And it's like, oh, okay, well, that's the one I like. Good. But then I started thinking, well, what good was that spreadsheet, that stupid spreadsheet? Why did I even waste an hour of my day doing that uh, when, you know, so whatever. My point is you can overanalyze this stuff, right, and spend way too much time overthinking it. And my this particular client... He's got this beautiful looking spreadsheet with color codes, yellow and green and reds for which zip codes and which market to go after based on all kinds of anal analytics, uh, median prices and rents and average number of cash buyers in the market. And that's all awesome. Um, but I'm encouraging him just to say, man, just jump, go for it. You know, sometimes the best thing you need to do is, you know, if you're going to be successful in, the, in, in business in general is within reason, all right, is jump and figure out how to fly as you fall. Because you're, it's never going to be all lined up perfect for you. Does that all make sense? 
So done is the new perfect. I'll tell you one more thing, and I think I've talked about this before. Uh, there was a one of my uh, internet business guys that I like to follow. His name is Frank Kern, and he's got a potty mouth. He's he's you know he doesn't uh, pretend to not like he doesn't not swear when when he's speaking publicly or whatever, right? It's kind of like Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk, but not as bad, right? <laughs> Gary V is crazy. So anyway, he did a he did a video, and you can go look up look it up on YouTube. Um, it is, and I'll use the G-rated version. Uh, stop effing around and stop being a sissy. That's the, the when people ask him what is the best advice you can give to entrepreneurs. It's the two laws of entrepreneurship: Thou shalt stop effing around, and thou shalt stop being a sissy. You got it. You see what I'm see what I'm saying there? So you should go Google that. <laughs> Google Frank Kern, stop being a sissy, but the other word, and um, just it's about a three, four minute video, and you'll get what I'm saying because like he was saying, listen, and he was speaking to the internet business crowd, if you, if you had a gun at your head and somebody told you to build a website in 30 minutes or I'm going to kill you, you would build a website, and guess what? It would look a lot better than the website you've been farting around with and playing with for years and years, right? And stop being a sissy is an example. You go out and you spend tens of thousands of dollars on education, right? But then you get all scared and whine when you have to spend a few hundred dollars on advertising and marketing. So let's, uh, let's grow a pair, right? Let's, let's, uh, let's start getting some bold, let's start taking bold, decisive, massive action. It doesn't have to be perfect, but done is the new perfect. And here's the cool thing about this guys. You can always go back and adjust it and fix it and make it better, but you've got to start moving forward. Money loves speed. You've got to be moving forward. I think uh, my good friend Justin Williams from the House Flipping HQ podcast has said, I got this phrase from him, but I've heard it from others as well. I'm just giving a shout out to Justin. What's up, Justin? Uh, Failing forward fast, okay? Failing forward fast, and that's where you're going to succeed. You can't uh, steer a parked car. You can try really hard, but until you're moving forward and making progressive action, uh, you're not going to be able to get anywhere. So cool. Does that make sense? Does that inspire some of you guys? So don't, I, I'm just hoping that you're thinking of, of this as thinking, well, I don't have to, it doesn't have to be perfect. I don't have to have it all figured out. I don't have to have all my questions answered. I can wholesale deals and not understand how all the, all, the whole process works. Uh, I can go do this website. I can use this postcard. I can uh, select this market. Yes, okay, you can always fix it and adjust it. And that's why you need a good coach. So, all right. Wow, this is one of my longest REI in your car ones. Um, so if you want some help, some coaching, uh, go to joemccall.com slash coaching. joemccall.com slash coaching. I should get an easier URL. I think I have like coachjoe.net. I think I have that. I'll have to check that out. But anyway, uh, joemccall.com slash coaching. And guess what? We have a done-for-you marketing service. We can do your marketing for you as part of my group coaching program. And it's pretty awesome. It's pretty amazing. We charge money for it. But when you look at the savings that we can get you, the savings in hiring someone else to do it for you, the savings in the actual mail and the list itself, um, you can't do it cheaper anywhere else. You can't. And it's you get you get my premier coaching package, which is you get all my courses, 
on wholesaling and lease options and automation and podio and all that good stuff. We do weekly group coaching calls. Uh, we have a private Facebook group. You get to ask me questions on Voxer using, and I'll answer your questions using the same phone I'm talking on right now. And uh, I also got a new guy I'm bringing on to help me with the coaching program. And he's really good with, I call it the SMS. He's really good with sales, uh, motivation and mindset, and um, scorecards. Like I'm gonna have, have this guy, his name is Gavin. He's a friend from England. He's gonna help me with um, holding my coaching clients accountable to their scorecard, which is gonna be awesome. All right, guys, so go to joemccall.com slash coaching to get more information. And when you fill out that application, you're gonna to talk to one of my star students, David, who's been crushing it lately. And um, he believes in this system so much that he's actually asked if he could help me uh, pre-screen some of these people who are applying. So go to joemccall.com slash coaching and you talk to, get to talk to David. If you're, if you're approved, you and I will get on the phone and we'll start working together and start doing deals together. And the other cool thing is you get your coaching fee back if you partner with me on a deal. Cool? All right, guys. Take care. See you later. Bye-bye.